now, time for Seafood News. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News staff writer Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This week's episode is brought to you by the Seafood Innovation Expo, taking place at the Mazatlan International Center in Mexico from September 6th to the 7th. Visit expoinnovationayp.com or email expo at sbs-seafood.com for more information. This week, we're excited to welcome Linda Cornish to the podcast. Linda is not only the president of the Seafood Nutrition Partnership, but was also instrumental in the formation of the nonprofit organization in 2013. Linda's joining us today to talk about the importance of eating seafood, and with the new school year quickly approaching, the timing couldn't be better. Let's Let's take take a listen. listen. Hi, Linda. Welcome, and thanks for joining us on the Seafood News Podcast. Hey, thanks, Amanda, for having me today. Uh, So, Linda, um, the health benefits of eating seafood is something we discuss pretty weekly on our podcast. So we were excited to see Seafood Nutrition Partnership's recent push to encourage parents to add seafood uh, to the dinner menu this school year. Um, So can you explain why it is so important for kids to eat seafood? Yeah, definitely. You know, when kids eat at least two servings of seafood a week, they receive great health benefits. Um, You know, the reason why is fish and shellfish provide essential nutrients that help kids grow strong bones, grow healthy brains, uh, improve their immune systems, and improve their cardiovascular systems. So it's really um, something that kids should start eating at a young age. Um, and, you know, the, the benefits for seafood is that um, it provides a really good source of lean protein, and we're all trying to eat healthier, so it's a great way for, for um, kids to feel full by eating some seafood. And the best benefits found in seafood, um, you know, it's rich in vitamins and minerals, but it's definitely rich in omega-3 fatty acids. And, um, you know, for kids, and starting when they're in their mom's wombs, um, you know, the brain development starts to grow pretty rapidly in the third trimester. Uh, but a child's brain continues to grow to its full size up until about, you know, when they're five years old. And so um, since our brain is made up of, a, about a, uh, made up of fat and about a third of our brain is made up of omega-3 fatty acids, it's important to make sure that we eat enough omega-3s and take in the great essential fatty acids of omega-3s. Okay. I mean, so it seems like, you know, pretty obvious to just start incorporating, you know, more seafood into your diet. But, I mean, I think the question here is, like, how do you, par- like, parents get their kids to eat more seafood? Um, I know personally, like, I wasn't allowed to leave the table until my plate was cleared when I was a kid. But uh, I, like, completely refused to eat seafood. And my, my parents didn't push it on me. So do you have any tips for parents who have picky eaters? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I... My parents also wanted to make sure I cleaned my plate before I left, and so it left the table. So um, I understand that, <laughs> but I think uh, <laughs> um, I think just uh, trying to, you know, understand that kids probably have a more, um, you know, or not a developed taste preference. You know, start with something that is lighter in taste, like um, white fish. You know, Alaska pollock or canned tuna is a great way to get started. And then you can begin to introduce other types of uh, more flavorful fish like salmon into their diet. 
Um, and then I think with fish, you know, instead of just serving it straight, um, you know, as a fillet, maybe think through um, adding some, um, you know, reduced fat Greek yogurt to make it creamier for a fish sandwich. Um, and then the best advice for kids and for people trying to eat more seafood is to find something that they're familiar with and then add seafood to it. So, you know, we, you know, Americans love their burgers, and so it's a great way to add some fish burger, salmon burger, crab cake, um, shrimp patties. You know, there's a, just a, a lot of different types of seafood that you can make into a burger patty. Okay. And uh, the last way I think that's really popular right now are tacos. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you know, I... I think this is where I think um, you can help kids um, cook, if you will, you know, uh, and make their own meal. So make a little taco bar and put out some tortillas, some grilled fish uh, or shrimp, and then, you know, put out uh, cheese, sour cream, tomatoes, lettuce, and have them get creative and make their own tacos. So I think when they actually have a chance to get into making their own meal and see how fun it is, um, I, I think kids will eat more seafood. Yeah, I love that, getting that more involved in the process. I think that's yeah, great definitely. advice. Um, so one of the other issues we hear in this industry when it comes to consumption is that people, they definitely like their seafood, but they don't necessarily know how to cook it. Um, and for parents who work all day, tackling a seafood dinner during the week does seem a little intimidating. So what suggestions or tips do you have for parents um, to pull off a meal that is quick, healthy, and budget-friendly? Yeah, I, I would say... <laughs> yeah, if it exists. <laughs> and what? If that exists. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think, I think uh, seafood fits all those benefits of being uh, quick, healthy, and budget-friendly. Um, you know, we tell our audience that you can have a seafood meal um, cooked in under 30 minutes, and uh, most seafood can be cooked and, and done in 15 minutes. So, you know, it, it's actually a very easy meal to make at home. And for busy parents, and, you know, all of us are just running around, right, like crazy. Yeah. And uh, so I think that, you know, the best thing is to be prepared and stock your freezer with some frozen fish, shrimp, uh, burgers, and just make sure it's ready when you are. And then the other option is to make sure your pantry is stocked and there you can put canned tuna, salmon, mussels, oysters. There's so many different canned seafood options. Okay. And so when you have it ready in your freezer, seafood defrosts um, you know, in under five minutes for many cases. And so, or you can leave it out before you go to work in the, in the refrigerator on the upper section and uh, it's defrosted by the time you get home. And you can sear a filet on uh, both sides. It would take 10 minutes. Um, same with a burger. I mean, one of my favorite go-to meals when I come home from work is to grab a salmon burger and sear it on um, each side for five minutes and add it to a tortilla or pasta or salad, and my husband thinks we have a great meal and it's delicious. <laughs> and so, you know, that really takes the stress out of eating healthy and not feeling like you have to run out and, and get dinner, you know, uh, 
every night. It's it's something easy if you can make sure that your freezer is stocked with healthy seafood. Yeah, yeah, it seems very stress free. Yeah, definitely. We're we're we love it, and then uh, you can make it, you know. Um, even more of an adventure by trying different types of seafood that's available. There's so many different types of seafood now. Uh, with our flash frozen at sea technology, you know, you can have the freshest seafood available uh, right at your fingertips in your freezer. So, you know, it's a great way to try different types of fish that you've been wanting to, um, you know, figure out how to make. Definitely. Well, um, and we, we've mainly been talking about kids, but we're, we're kind of just, you know, Drifting into anybody, you know, basically anybody who doesn't have a fish or shellfish uh, allergy, you know, should be consuming. It was it said two servings of seafood a week, but uh, I was checking out the Seafood Nutrition Partnership website, and uh, you guys actually have a pledge right now um, to get consumers to eat two servings of seafood a week. So, uh, what can you actually tell us about the pledge and and the involvement so far? Yeah, did you take the pledge? I I did not, but I'm going to because I right I, after this podcast. I actually do eat. I've I've made sure to start eating two servings of seafood a week, just because we are the Seafood News Podcast. So it would be really silly if we yes. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I will have to fill it out. Definitely. Well, you know, um, the uh, call to action to eat seafood twice a week. It, it really follows the USDA dietary guidelines for all Americans to eat seafood twice a week, and so uh, we just wanted to put out a pledge so that uh, we can help people stay accountable. And uh, when people sign up, and over 50,000 people have signed up so far, oh, so wow, it's been great. a really great um, way for people to feel like they're part of a community. Um, and when you sign up for the pledge, uh, you know that you're helping your heart, your brain, and your family's health. And we also um, allow people to sign up for monthly newsletters, and when they do, they get easy recipes, uh, coupons, videos, inspiration. And so we really support the pledge taker by helping them to eat seafood more often. Oh, wow. And uh, and I think uh, lastly is with the pledge, I have to say with the 50,000 people that have taken it, it really is a um, commitment that they take seriously. And many people that we check in with after, you know, it's been going on for about three years, people say that they're actually eating seafood more than twice a week because they've actually made it a habit. And so, um, you know, if you want to take the pledge and you're interested in getting these benefits, uh, the pledge is at seafoodnutrition.org forward slash pledge. Perfect. Yeah, I love that you also give people the tools to succeed. You offer those uh, those easy recipes. So um, definitely we'll be, we'll be taking the pledge. And I love coupons. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last question before we let you run, the Seafood Nutrition Partnership is hosting their second annual State of the Science Symposium on Friday. Uh, September 14th in Washington, D.C. Can you tease us a little bit about the upcoming event? Yes, definitely. It's been a really popular event. Uh, We had our first one last year, and um, this is being hosted by our Scientific and Nutrition Advisory Council. Um, And we're expecting about 120 people in attendance, and um, this really is a great forum for 
global leaders in human nutrition to understand the latest science on um, you know, seafood nutrition. And so the audience will be made up mostly of uh, leaders in our federal agencies, businesses, foundations, nonprofits that are interested in human health, uh, environmental health, and just understanding the latest science on seafood. Uh, some of the teasers for this symposium, um, the themes are brain health, aquaculture and consumer education and outreach. And um, we've got a great lineup of speakers and you can see them at uh, seafoodnutrition.org forward slash S-O-S-S, uh, that stands for State of the Science Symposium. And um, you know, all of our speakers have been confirmed. Um, and you can see our sponsors there. Our main sponsor is Alaska Seafood Marketing Institute, and they will also be providing the seafood for uh, our breakfast, lunch, and also reception. So it's really a awesome. great way to learn more about seafood science and why it's important for us, and a great networking opportunity to meet other leaders that care about human health through seafood. Perfect. Well, I'm very excited for the State of Science Symposium. Linda, thank you very much for your time today, and uh, we'll have to have you back in September to talk even more about the event. Um, and for our listeners, remember to visit seafoodnutrition.org for recipes, resources, and more. And don't forget to eat seafood twice a week. At least twice a week. <laughs> At least twice a week. Thank you both. Thank, thank you, you, Linda. Thanks again, Linda, for joining us. And don't forget to check out the State of the Science Symposium on Friday, September 14th in Washington, D.C.